we fondly dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I am Kirsty Logan and this is my co-host Heather Parry. You said that a little bit like a robot. I am Kirsty Logan. I'm being Robot Stein. (laughs) (laughs) I was checking that our mics were plugged in. (laughs) I am being picked up on the mic. And our third co-host is Heather's stomach today. So we'll see if it decides to speak. I don't know what's wrong with me. If anyone knows of like an overactive intestine disorder. <laughs> Noisy belly syndrome. It, it makes a noise when I'm hungry, but then it also makes a noise when I've just eaten. So it's I don't- like he oh. sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my stomach is Santa. Um, Kirsty, what book are we doing today? Heather, I'm very excited because we are doing The Train. <laughs> By we're Diane. using each other's oh. names too much, like as if we're cheesy morning tv are we Kirsty? yes heather we are (laughs) we're doing the train by diane ho um yes i'm very excited as well i used to love this book um can you describe the cover to us i can it's fucking sweet so it's got a kind of sliding old-fashioned like sliding train door and it there's a hand pulling it open and the fingers are fleshy human fingers but you can see through the window, the rest of the arm is a skeleton. Oh, that's actually great. I think it's cool. I like the colour scheme as well. Yeah, so it's all grey and red. And the um, font of the title is all sharp and pointy. Like a girder. Ooh. Mm. Nice. Or, uh, look at that, could be an ice axe. That T, couldn't ice it? ice axe. Ice. <laughs> could be some ice axe. <laughs> <laughs> that made you laugh mm, much more than I know was it necessary. shouldn't have. I'm full of sandwich. <laughs> I think everything's hilarious. I'm giggly because of the gluten. <laughs> Having a sugar rush from the bread. bread. <laughs> um, almost said something really boring then about food, but I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, it could be an ice axe. Which is it? relevant mm-hmm. later. Later or now as it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the tagline is a one-way ticket to terror <laughs> terror terror <laughs> yep to te- terror that's quite good mm-hmm. terror how am i supposed to say that terror <laughs> have <laughs> you been watching too many vincent price how movies words? <laughs> you've just forgotten how to speak i recently went to see the bride of frankenstein at this mm. mad old film club we've got where we're the youngest people by about 30 years and i recommend everyone watch it i know it's not October anymore, so spunk, spook month is. I almost said spunk month. Oh God, every month is spunk month for Heather. Uh, <laughs> every month is spook month for me. I don't know. I don't like how I've come out. Of I that. know that was gross. I'm sorry. It's not true. So spunk month um, is over, but I recommend just letting it overlap a little bit into November because this movie is great. It is really weird, and also at the beginning they are pretending to be. Um, Mary Shelley, Lord Byron, and Percy Shelley to give it some sort of shit framing narrative. Mm. And Mary Shelley's quite good and Percy Shelley's quite good, but Lord Byron sounds like he's got a speech impediment because of how fucking weird his accent is. It's like transatlantic, but then he's trying to be very posh. It's like, wow. You know when you go, 
is that intentional or did no one tell him that sounds terrible that's not how humans talk yeah that's not how british or american humans speak yeah good movie though okay anyway we can look past that shall we jump onto the train oh please can we that was a good segue your segues are good getting such a pro Mm -hmm. um i feel like i should point out beforehand i think this is just a rip-off of agatha christie's murder on the orient express yeah and a little bit of strangers on a train by patricia highsmith no it's not as good as that trixie highsmith if you will (laughs) (laughs) nice i like when you laugh on it like against your own will so it starts it starts out as a (laughs) it works its way up into a full laugh i mean if you were writing a point horror book what am i laughing like 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 wind chimes like a frisbee or like a cave yeah Kirsty laughed like a cave. <laughs> I could have made a really awful joke about you then, but I'm not going to. I don't even know what that would Something be. about cavernous. But oh, I see. Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> so, I, you're trying to get me back for Spunk Month, aren't you? Yes. And, and last episode's Mario chat. Oh, yeah, that's um, true. That's true. <laughs> that's fair. You're justified. <laughs> so, guess what? We're on a train. Who could have guessed? We're on a train with Hannah Deaton, um, who is on Parker High School's teen tour from Chicago to San Francisco, which sounds like my hell. Specifically those places or a train or a train or with a ton of teenagers but if you on were a school a trip. Oh yeah, that would be great. But now I'd be like, I'm just getting off. It better be only them on the train and no other humans yeah no no humans on or, or they've got a full carriage to themselves and yeah. it's soundproofed mm-hmm. and hormone proofed so the hormones can't spill out into the other people i also wondered if it was a rip-off of what's that horror film that's set on a train and i think jamie lee curtis is in it like before she was famous oh i don't know i think it's is it called terror train <laughs> it's quite it's really bad it's one of the like very early slasher films and it's oh, terrible God. But it reminded me a lot of this. Which is the one where you see her boobs? Your imagination. Very famously. <laughs> no, really famously. I don't, I don't see, see Jamie Lee Curtis's tits. I don't know. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. come up a lot this week in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. We were talking about her door. at a party the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's in the new Halloween. Is she? Yeah. The new Halloween film. Okay, I love Halloween. The OG. And, to my shame, the Rob Zombie version as well. No. Yeah. I'm... But I sort of stay away from new versions of old movies because they're always bad. Well, apparently this one uh, pretends that none of the sequels exist. Right. So this one is like a follow-on from the first one, from the OG. Hmm. I haven't seen it, though, so I can make no promises for its quality. Let's go watch it. Okay. So I've looked up um, this trip, and it takes 55 and a half hours. That's too long. And makes 33 stops. Okay. Right. It's all right. That just seems, like, excessive to me. They don't really have trains in America either. I'm sure I've got that slow Edinburgh to Glasgow train before, and that makes 33 <laughs> stops. And it feels like it takes... 55 and a half hours to do a 45-minute trip. Yeah. Um, well, she's not very, like, experienced with train travel. She's very nervous about train travel, which um, I think is kind of okay. Because it is... I get what she's saying about it. She's like, well, it goes very fast, and it sways, and... How does it stay on those tiny little tracks? And once you go in a tunnel, you can't get out. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. But how is any of that different than a car, apart from the tracks? Mm, you can st- you, you are in control of the car, 
I think oh, that's the difference. Okay, see, I can't drive, so I would not have that concept. Oh, right. I'm always the passenger <laughs> in any given situation. And you sort of can get out of a car more easily than a train. Does Annie lock you in? <laughs> you can't be trusted to not roll out onto uh, the verge. But you can stop a train anywhere. You can't stop a car anywhere. You can't stop a train anywhere. You can pull the emergency brake and it stops. I mean, I'm not I'm, saying you should. I mean, like, if you were panicking, you could, if it was, like, an emergency. No, anyway, I just like trains better. <laughs> I like trains quite a okay. lot. I think that's the very British thing. Mm. Because I love being on a train and will always prefer to go by train to anywhere, mm-hmm. obviously, within the country. <laughs> I would rather go by train than fly. Like, I have to go down to London quite a lot and I would always prefer the train than flying. Yeah, which is why it's a crime that the train is so much more expensive <sighs> yeah. than the plane. But yeah, I'm the same. But I don't think North Americans have this because my Canadian friends who currently live in Spain... Um, I went to visit them and we were all going from Barcelona to Valencia and I was like, oh, let's get the five hour train. And they were like, are you fucking kidding? We'd have to be on a train for longer. And I was like, but train's yeah, great. Nice, uh, get a coffee, get a beer, stuff. look out the window, read your book, mm-hmm. block out the outside world by reading a book. Yeah, but I think it's quite a British thing. Oh, okay. You don't hear people in India going, oh, I can't wait to get on the train. I mean, I don't hear people say they can't wait to get on the train, but prefer it to flying. Get your bagel, get your coffee. Yeah. Anyway. It's mostly food-based. Yeah. Why you like, I, I just the, like the train. places where I don't have to do anything other than read, eat and drink. Mm-hmm. So it could be anywhere. Yeah. Just put me in a compartment. But like, planes are boring because you can't really look out the window. Oh, look, clouds. Oh, look, more clouds. Oh, look, maybe a mountain or a bit of sea. It's boring. <laughs> why I'm finding that so funny. Don't know. Um, so anyway, Hannah is not like us into trains. Um, she is, however, on the train with her crew, Kerry, or Kerry Oliver. You know they spell it with a K. Oh, yeah, and a U. Oh, God. <laughs> crew. Crew. Makes <laughs> <laughs> my crew. Um, Kerry Oliver, who is tall, olive-skinned, and a total pain in the fucking ass. Um, oh, only her is a pain in the ass? Uh, she's the worst, mate. Do you think? Please. I think please. it's a toss-up. Uh, Between her and Hannah, <laughs> they're equally up. shit. Um, Lewis Joseph Reed, Kerry's boyfriend, who has a wild jumble of carroty hair, grey eyes, and wire-rimmed glasses. And I've put here, is this man normcore? Oh, yeah. That's quite current, isn't it? It is. Well, like, maybe two years ago. Time. So now, can I point out, sorry if you've already made a note of this, about Lewis's hair. So his hair is described as carroty twice. Mm-hmm. It's described as burnt orange, and it's described as rusty twice. So we get five reminders that he's got red hair. And yet, he's got a tanned face. Now, that's not... That's that doesn't not really happen. No. no, you're pale if you've got red hair. Maybe he's got fake tan on. Well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it would go with the whole crew, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it would. And I'm imagining them as all as like, Jersey Shore people. Oh, God, he's mm-hmm. the situation, isn't he? Oh, even saying that makes me pissed off. Um, and I've never seen that the, show. <laughs> Heather, the power power. <laughs> no. Yuck. Um, and the fourth one is Mac McComa. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like a coma. It's like a comb over. <laughs> a comb Comb over. Mac McComb over. <laughs> and I'm like, it's Mac. It's like a sentence. <laughs> Mac my comb over. Like, <laughs> check out my comb over. Is Mac his real first name? It could be. Oh no! If you're a Muck, you don't get to have Mac as your first name. Well, it must, it be, must a be a nickname. 
You never know, though. I mean, it, but it's a Highlands thing to be like Donald McDonald or Robert McRobert. Oh, God. But Not Mac think... <laughs> no, McDonald, though. No, that's true. Anyway, he's tall, husky, and muscly with a strong, rugged face. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to say he's tall, husky, and musky. <laughs> he's tall, husky, and musky. <laughs> He's got a real like odour about him. Blind date. He's tall, husky and musky. Why are you still a black again? I just can't help myself. <laughs> can't get away from it. Um, and he's kind of dating Hannah. Why are you saying it like that? Because it can't, he's not really that. I'm not naming Hannah. I'm kind of dating Hannah. <laughs> when Heather's asking a question like that, she goes really high in her head like turns Tilt, her like, ear, touches her shoulder. <laughs> like I'm a dog hearing like something. Sideways. Is it? <laughs> Who fell down the well? Um, <laughs> You're the dog from the pantomime. Yes, again. Wow. We can't get away from our alter egos. <laughs> and also, she's not mentioned at the start, but they've also got a friend called Jean Marie, mm-hmm. who's there, uh, who we don't know much about. Almost like she's just there. There's a plot point. Hmm, almost. I've, in fact, put that in my notes. What is the point of her? What is the point of her? Well, I think we know what the point of her is. We'll find out later. Um, so that's their group, and they're kind of the cool kids, I think. Ugh, or they think they are. Yeah, and then there's the, in inverted commas, loser group. Who's a, a lot made of them for almost no point. Uh, Eugene Breyer, mate. You're not going anywhere that, with that name, are you? Do you know what? It's not his fault. If you're living now and you call your kid Eugene, what are you doing? Yeah. It's an unfuckable name. You can't imagine shouting it out in Mm. bed, really. (laughs) I don't think I've ever shouted out someone's name in bed. No, I know. People always say that. I don't shout out people's names either. Yeah. It's stupid, isn't it? I'd love to shout out my own. Oh, God. To see what people's reaction is. I wouldn't be that surprised. Well. (laughs) That makes it seem like we would be fucking and you would shout your name and I'd be like... So that coming. No, I'm just offended. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Eugene Breyer. He shouts no one's name. Um, he's thin and pale. He's kind of. He's. I don't think he's a goth, but he's kind of goth adjacent. Mm, um, like me, shit goth. Yeah, Dale Sutterworth, who is chubby with glasses, and Lolly Slocum. Now I like that name, Mrs. Slocum. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I can just see her. Like teenage, but with the purple rinse so hair. To me, and the... Lolly Slocum is like a porno name. Lolly Slocum. Lolly oh, Slocum. Slocum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to explain to our American listeners, Mrs. Slocum was God. How do you explain Mrs. Slocum? It was like a. I've never seen it. Have you not? No. Okay, so this what, is. A... What's the show even? Um, Are you being served? Oh yeah. Which was a weird British sitcom in the sixties or seventies about a department store, which sounds really. Like, archaic now, doesn't it? Like, yeah. That sounds like just a sweet setup. You still get a department store. Yeah, but, like, the idea of a sitcom being about, like, oh, yeah. working people. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So Mrs. Slocum was this older lady who had, like, a purple rinse and a very sort of old woman haircut. But she was quite glam in a way as well. And she had a very, like, working class accent. But she very much put on the airs and graces. But she constantly like talked to... the bouquet. Yes. <laughs> Which is another incredibly British, British reference. Sitcom reference. American listeners, go and look up. <laughs> Are you being served and keeping up appearances? And you'll yeah. get what we're and talking about. And that was a character whose name was written as Hyacinth Bucket, but she said it bouquet. Bouquet to try and be posh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing about Mrs. Slocum was that she constantly talked about her pussy, but it's her cat. And she'd be like, well, I can't possibly stay. I must have to get home to my pussy and things like that. And obviously that was hilarious because vaginas. 
I don't, so, I don't know if sitcom humour's gone above that now. Yeah, true. True. So yeah. Mrs. Slocum is stocky with sad eyes and lank blonde hair. They aren't excited and will never be included in the fun. And can I also say, this is number one of why Hannah is the worst and super patronising. When she's describing Lolly, she says, Lolly is almost pretty. Yeah, because she's fat. And she says, like, she she tries with the way she dresses, (sighs) but she's almost pretty. Yeah. So patronising. I can't stand Hannah. I can't stand Kerry more than Hannah. Okay. Yeah, Kerry's worse, but they're both awful. I'm not surprised that they're friends. Yeah. So... They get on the train, and Kerry's already bitching about how she's only allowed to take one suitcase. How long is this trip? A week? Well, Kerry's a daft bitch. She's going to complain about something. Yeah. God, I that was... <laughs> You're so done. I'm so scathing. <laughs> you always say I'm so scathing when I slag off the characters. I just you really hate don't them. like when people are really shallow and bitchy. I find it a deeply unpleasant series of character traits. Yeah. Series? Combination? combination probably if you're like really shallow but also really nasty about other people Mm. i just think that's the worst combination well no if you're also conceited and she's all three yeah it's just i hate that combination of it's cordelia off buffy isn't it but then she's got a nice side yeah true and she carrie hasn't even got that no and she's just such a fucking princess like she's like oh my god well the teacher said I could bring a carry-on as well as a bag, so she's got this massive carry-on that's full of like all the clothes and facial products she needs for the trip, for the 55-hour trip, which I've decided is how long it is. Do you know what, Carrie? Look at my badge. No one cares. No one cares about your stupid fucking face. So, <laughs> they... Get... better badge. No one cares <laughs> about your stupid, stupid fucking, fucking face. face. Um, and she makes her boyfriend, uh, Lewis, go and take her bag onto the train and then the conductor won't let them have it because it's too big and it has to go in the baggage car and then she's really annoyed at him about that and i'm like well yeah it's the rules you can't have it obviously don't apply to carrie she would be the person on a ryanair flight trying to bring in an actual suitcase as her carry-on luggage and then trying to force it into the overhead compartment when the overhead compartment is full Mm -hmm. do you know that person and would just it would be clear that there would be no space, but they would keep put, trying to push it into the no space mm-hmm. and make noises like, oh, oh, oh. Yep. Fuck off. Yeah, I hate that person. So she then needs to put her face on and all this. So she goes... No one cares. Oh, stupid fucking face. No one cares. However, she goes to the baggage car and comes back. The baggage. <laughs> what did the I say? Baggage. Baggage. <laughs> baggage. <laughs> Saying things in an interesting way. Baggage. Baggage. You also said conductor. <laughs> Did I? It's great. The this. conductor <laughs> is taking his baggage. It's like being annotated. <laughs> Would anybody else like to hire me to follow them around and critique everything that they say? It's like living marginalia. <laughs> what joy. Stop, stop, stop. So she goes to the baggage car. Um, and comes back, and guess what's there, Kirsty? What's there? It's a coffin. <gasps> oh my god. Precisely. What's in the coffin? Well, we'll get to oh, it. Oh, sorry, I thought you were about to tell me. <laughs> no. Okay, sorry. Um, that was the wrong following question. So I it's went. Like when you try and do a joke, but someone gives the wrong response, and you're like, oh, I can't tell you the joke now. Oh, when you go, oh my god, guess how much this was? And they guess massively under. So when they go, oh, it's a really nice top. And you go, oh, my God, it's like All Saints. Guess how much it was. And they go, three quid. And you're like, oh. Well, clearly not. 5.50. Yeah. 
Thanks. Um, so I googled um, trains, uh, sorry, coffins on trains. Your Google search history, mate. You're going to get arrested. <laughs> I'm very sorry to anyone who ends up looking at that. Um, I wanted to find out whether you can actually put a coffin on a train. And instead, I never found out because here's what came up. That wow. Kirsten Logan. So this is a <laughs> coffin printed like a train. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I didn't know existed. Um, and it's four hundred pounds. Discounted. Quite cheap for a coffin. Discounted from wow. about eight hundred. So it's a cardboard coffin. So if you really coffin. love trains, you can be buried in a train coffin. Yeah. Wow. So it meant that was quite literal. A train on a coffin. Yeah. No, we did so it the other way around. Coffin on a train. Mm-hmm. Should have done quote marks. <laughs> its full name is Steam Train LNER Transport Design Picture Coffin, and LNER is London North East East Railway. So it's a very specific line, which you can see if you zoom in. That it's an so LNER you train. You don't want to be like I don't want no fucking West Coast train coffin. Please, it's got to be East Coast. If I'm going to spend seven hundred and ninety-five pound full price uh, for this coffin, like what? Like my dad's into trains, but I don't think he's gonna. Leave in his will that he wants to be I mean, in an LNER printed. To be fair, he'll be dead. You can give him any coffee you want. <laughs> yeah, he's having give it. Give him that one if you want. It's on sale. Buy it now. It's you oh might my need god. It in the future. Over the last few years, demand for alternative and more cost-effective funerals has increased dramatically. Yeah, but that doesn't explain why you've put a fucking train on it. Well, wow, people like what they like. You can get an Elvis coffin. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> anything. You can get an anything coffin. It's the same of like everything's a sexual fetish. Yeah. You can get anything on a coffin. <laughs> Anything you can think of. You could probably get a porn coffin if you wanted. Oh my god, can I have a Dolly Parton coffin? I'm sure you could. You've still not given me that Dolly Parton book. I just keep taunting you with it. You do. Um, So I don't know if you can put a coffin on a train, because I got too... (laughs) I really went down a rabbit hole (laughs) before you can get put on a cardboard coffin. Um, So... Kerry, being the fucking worst, is a total pain in the ass about this, and frames it all around her. Here's a quote. If I'm going to have a good time on this trip, I have to be sure that that coffin is empty. Nobody cares about you, Kerry. So you're going to interfere with a corpse just because you're a fucking princess? Do you know what? If the corpse wants to have a good train journey, maybe they don't want you there. Exactly. Maybe it's not about what you want, Kerry. I don't ever want to be dead and put amongst a bunch of fucking teenagers. No. Please, no. Um, Yeah, what a dick. I'm just like, also, why? Why do you care? It's dead. It's not as if it's in your fucking bed. Just leave it be. You're going to be close to some dead things sometimes. That's the point of... Not the point of life. That's why we're alive. I mean, we're pretty near dead things all the time. Yeah. It's the way it is. You know what they say in London? You're never more than five feet from a dead person. That's true. <laughs> dead behind the eyes, maybe. Mm. Um, I mean, if you've ever been in a hospital, you've been mere walls away from a corpse, haven't and, you? And bits of people. And well, yeah. Hearts and shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. The total princess. So anyway, they go and have a look at it, because that's not inappropriate. And they find out it's the coffin of Frederick Roger Drummond, a.k.a. Frog, <clears throat> who went to their school and burned to death in a car accident. That was Which, all very sudden. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? The weird sort of information pacing it's on like, this. He went to our school you. and burned to death. And you're like, oh, fucking okay then. And here's how um, Kerry responds to that. How could they put it on this train? It's just not right. Why didn't they put it on a regular train with people who never knew Frog? Why did they have to put it on this one and ruin our trip? It's not fair. Nee, nee, nee. Oh, I'm sorry that someone's got to transport a corpse. 
Like, what? Why Maybe, could they not think about Carrie? Why didn't they put on a different train to Carrie specifically? What? I mean, but did nobody think about Carrie? Can't you put on a regular train with regular people who aren't me? Because I'm special. I'm sure when this guy's parents were deciding how to transport their son's corpse, they were like, "Yeah, but what about Carrie? What about Carrie, though? We need to think about Carrie. I need and to know where she is at all The people who run the train company were like, "But what about Carrie?" Mm. And then the president of of America was like, "But what about Carrie?" Yeah. And then the UN were like, "But what about Carrie?" And then God was like, <laughs> what about what Carrie? About Carrie? <laughs> Won't somebody please think of Carrie? <laughs> I will never think of Carrie. I will never. I, I will do things specifically to inconvenience Carrie. Yeah. Also, this this brings up uh, a timeline issue. So, Dale, Eugene, and Mrs. Slocum are all friends of Frog. Um, and like, if he <laughs> sounds like a euphemism, <laughs> friends, friends of, of Frog. frog. <laughs> They're marshmallow mateys. <laughs> <laughs> sexuality is a friend of a frog <laughs> do i want to ask that? oh let's not no, get into it not. um so if someone's dead and they're being transported home to presumably their family what's the time frame how recently would they have died a couple of weeks oh god surely quicker than that bodies so, will start to get bad quite quickly so their mate then died within a week and yeah. they're all on this fucking trip yeah well even less than a week you would think unless he's been embalmed already yeah, maybe they had the funeral, and then the maybe, and then yeah, weird though. I also don't think they would put it in the baggage compartment. Where else are you gonna put it though? Fucking catering. Like, where are you gonna put it? I don't know. It's, it's gonna have to be in the baggage. I would have all the answers to these questions had there not been a very <laughs> fascinating uh, rabbit hole of coffins <laughs> that I went down. I feel like when your book comes out and some wankery person at an event's like. There's a factual error in your book. You're going to be like, look, I'm sorry. I did look up that factual error, but then I got sidetracked. <laughs> By and bronies. Ended up looking at, uh, yeah, bronies or <laughs> coffins with weird pictures on them. Sorry. <laughs> My research really does go off a cliff. Mm-hmm. I, just, I can't help it. I, feel, I fall into YouTube pits so easily. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to look up this one thing on YouTube and then it helpfully suggests all these other videos that I might like. And I'm like, I would like them. <laughs> and then I watch them all. And then it's five hours later. Mine's Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. It's just so clickable, all those mm-hmm. links. That's, they, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. So, um, Hannah says to Kerry, was that why Eugene, Dale, and Mrs. Slocum look so... Well, she doesn't say Mrs. Slocum. <laughs> Lolly looks so the glum pussy. in the terminal because their new frog's coffin was on the train. Glum in the terminal is my email album. <laughs> <laughs> glum in the terminal. Freaking my, what lady... Was, what was my band in the last episode called? I can't remember. <laughs> lady in the streets, freaking the sheets, Trixie glum in, in the terminal. Trixie in the... Something about eggs. Trixie <laughs> in the eggy mess or something. <laughs> Trixie in the egg situation. Um... Yeah, or With maybe their new album, Glenn and the Terminal. <laughs> maybe their mate died like a fucking week ago, so they're kind of allowed to be a bit sad. You know what I mean? Like, give them a minute. Clearly, they should have been in that other book where I mean, she's she's gone. She's, she's dead. gone. Get He's over dead. It. Frog's dead. Get over it. When, as soon Go as and lick dead. his coffin. Go. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I've never done that. Um, you ever licked a coffin? You never. Have you never had a cup of beans? <laughs> That's an Alan Partridge quote. You didn't what get that. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sometimes I look up at Kirsty and she's looking at me with such disgust. <laughs> I just don't know like, what you're talking about. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So they tell the boys, and the boys aren't that concerned. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. 
Why would you be? It's not your business. Just leave it alone. It's not going to come out and get you. It's not your business at all. Um, in fact, a dead body is the thing that is least going to come and get you because it's dead. Yeah, there's probably a dickhead on the train who's probably more likely to annoy you. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we've just met a bunch of them. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> fucking... Why is that carry on this train? <laughs> They've ruined my trip. I would rather share a train journey with a corpse than carry. Oh, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I'd rather share a compartment with yep. a corpse than carry. Mm-hmm. Um... And then they all talk about how they were rude dickheads to Frog because he was weird and the new kid. And then um, one of them says this. "Um, I remember I had the first class I had with him. Bio. Who says bio? (laughs) Is that biology? (laughs) It takes too long to say biology. Fuck off. Bio. (laughs) Bio. Yeah, man. I've got chem and fizz. (laughs) Ink. (laughs) Matt. (laughs) Do you not shorten all of your... Am I going to see you later in Muse? (laughs) In dry. <laughs> in fray. Ink? Are you studying already? Studying. Have you got jur or fray? Germ. Fucking. Yeah. What a twat. Fre. really made me really annoyed. Bio. <laughs> All right, cool down, dude. <laughs> Why are you so angry about that? No. <laughs> bio. You just oh. pick these random things to get angry about. Fucking bio. I don't pick them, they pick me. Okay. Um, so they all talk about how they were all kind of mean to him. Which is not nice, and it does happen when you're the new kid. Well, yeah. maybe if you're... He's, he, like, seems weird as it's well. Pack mentality, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Pack's awful. Um, so they all talk about how they did something mean to him, apart from Hannah. Hmm. Plot point. Um, and Hannah hears the train, uh, and I like this bit. She hears the tracks going, go back, go back, go back, go back. No, it's quite good. Isn't it? I quite like that. It's the only good bit in the whole book. Oh, wow. Don't sit on the fence, Kirsty. Tell us how you really think. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> the shit. Did you really? Okay, well, we'll get there. Um, I think I was just disappointed. I felt the same with The Waitress because I ended up, I remember loving this when I was younger. And when I reread it, I was like, I love this? Really? Why? I can't tell whether I like this or not. Hmm. I think it's at least got a theme. Okay, well, we can get to that. Uh, I'm excited for your theory. I also liked this bit. Um, Hannah, he was a creep. Don't make him a saint now because something awful happened to him. I agree. Yes. I agree. I think people have a real tendency to um, sanctify people when they're dead, like to cover over the fact that they might have actually been a real shithead in real life. And I don't think you should. No. Like, don't say anything if they're horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, just sort of keep your mouth shut and move on or just talk about the nice bits but not the rest yeah mm. um but they are sort of <clears throat> they do you think they feel bad no not really no at all i think they're just i mean if he was still alive they wouldn't be changing their behavior in any way that's true so i think they're just saying it what i do like though is hannah says um why don't we like lolly mrs slocum she at least questions it like why no. are we mean to her because they're shallow fucking dickheads that's why Kirsty's having an opinion yeah maybe I'm being too harsh they are meant to be teenagers <laughs> um so they're going through a tunnel and as they go through the tunnel all the lights go off when they're in the cafe car and then this happens um Hannah thought did she hear all the things we said about frog she's talking about Mrs Slocum now and then the horror of the scene before her obliterated all thought <sighs> What everyone was staring at was a bright red print bandana 
twisted into a rope and wound around Holly's neck, uh, Holly, Lolly's neck so tightly that her round, plain face was rapidly turning purple and her eyes, wild with desperation, were bulging dangerously. See, this is what makes me angry. She's dying. Why do we have to point out that she's plain? Would it be sadder (laughs) if she was pretty? Fuck off. (laughs) Her Her fingers clawed frantically at the brightly coloured noose, but in vain. Her mouth opened and closed silently as she struggled for precious air. Like a dying fish, Hannah thought numbly. Lolly Slocum was choking to death. I thought that was quite good. It's quite horrible. Yeah, it's quite horrible. And like, yeah, awful. I've, yeah. I've never really seen someone get the strong. Choking is horrible, isn't it? Yeah, I don't mm. like it at all. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really good. Uh, but then you're right in that they're completely fact-phobic all of the time. I'm going to read the bit that you were mentioning. She was a big girl, but it seemed to Hannah that she at least made an effort to look her oh, best. Oh, so patronising. Wearing neat, clean clothes, trying to dr- jazz so, them. like, what? Fat people will have to wear fucking dirty clothes? Oh, I can't stand her. You've got to have a gravy stain down it, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking chicken bones in your hair or something. <laughs> um, trying, to jazz the- trying to jazz them up with a little... Uh, sorry, a little. With a colourful scarf around her neck or a pretty plint... <laughs> God, why can't I speak? trying to jazz them up with a colourful scarf around her neck or a pretty pin on the blouse collar. Hannah remembered seeing her once in the hall with a plain short sleeve white blouse, a small bunch of artificial violets pinned to the collar, repeating the colour of the purple corduroy skirt she was wearing. She had looked almost pretty. Oh, fuck off. You twat. Why can't she just be like, lolly dresses really nicely? Yeah, with a big fat plain fate like come on why have you got to do that this is why i can't i just think she's so horrible yeah no you're right i just think do you know what this comes up a lot in i've read a few diane ho books for well no we've read this one and fun Fun house haven't we and she writes the most hateful characters oh i think she just write well her and robot stein Mm. just write the most unlikable shallow awful patronizing characters yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I don't like I agree. But um, we've got more Diane Ho's to come. And one of my favourites is the Diane Ho, which <gasps> is the fever. And I'm scared to revisit it because what if all the characters are horrible? Oh, they probably will be. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't want them to be. Anyway. So, um, Lolly has been strangled by someone. And I just... Here's my first problem. They would just stop the train. Yeah. It, I mean, the book's over. They would just stop the train. Mm-hmm. But they don't. But they don't, because then the book would be over. The book, yeah, mm-hmm. continues, despite being completely ridiculous. Um, so there's a doctor on board, and the doctor and Mrs. Lolly Slocum get off to head back home to Chicago, and a detective gets on. I mean, I know it's a conceit, but it's ludicrous. Well, yeah. Anyway. So from then on, they're not allowed to be anywhere on the train on their own. They must be in pairs. Again, just get off. <laughs> get off. We know there's some probably a murder on here, but we're going to carry on to San Francisco anyway. Because, um, you know, places to go. I mean, people let's, to see. let's think about Kerry. What you've, does Kerry want? You've all paid for this. Kerry, <laughs> would you like to go on or should we stop you? You, you can speak for everyone, Kerry. Oh, so, um, Hannah is with Kerry because they're sharing a compartment. But then Kerry has to go back and get some shit, probably some clothes, I can't remember. Um, and Hannah is grabbed from behind and someone hits her on the head. When she wakes up, she is... Dumb, dumb, dumb. She is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but she was dumb even before that. <laughs> She's dumb, dumb, dumb. Still <laughs> inside the coffin. That's quite horrible. Yeah, it is quite horrible. And she tries to scratch her way out. 
and then she faints. Um, and then Mac rescues her. So they were looking for her and heard something from inside the coffin. But where is Frog's body if it's not inside the coffin? I like how you said frog's body, like dog's body. <laughs> she's a real Where is frog's body. Fro- Don't be such a frog's body. <laughs> Hannah then becomes convinced that frog isn't dead. Which I don't, it doesn't logically follow at all. Because it would be much easier to move a dead body than a live one. And also just why would he have, why'd they be moving his coffin then? Yeah, like somebody put him in that coffin. Yeah. To what end? Yeah. Anyway, um, the thought came into Hannah's mind like a snake slithering through deep grass, arching its narrow head to snap, sending its venom coursing through her veins. The stunning, incredible thought stabbed her, venom-like, with a sharp and wicked pain. Venom. Venom. <laughs> Why do you love snakes so paper much? Paper viper. <laughs> the thought stabbed her like a paper viper. <laughs> also, you've used venom twice in two lines and it's too weird a word to do you can't do it it. anyway we'd be getting our red pen out we we certainly would we certainly would um so again someone's hit her over the head and put her in a fucking coffin does the train stop no no what does carrie want (laughs) carrie do you shall we keep going yes okay all right just gotta check with carrie every time um so they do stop somewhere and they get off for a bit and in a completely weird and pointless bit, Mac goes away for something and then doesn't come back at the time when he's supposed to meet them. <laughs> and then he does show up. We needed to fill some pages up. We did need to fill some pages up. And then Hannah is really convinced that Frog isn't dead now. Again, it doesn't logically follow, though. No. Because why does... Just because his coffin... I d- and why would he fake <laughs> his own death? It, it would be more realistic to think someone's nicked his body. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 he's not dead. No, okay. Um, so then Matt comes back and says that he saw someone who looked like Frog and then ran after them. And then they led him into a wooden shed in an alley. <laughs> this bit is weird, isn't it? Why would you have a wooden shed in an alleyway? Where else are you going to keep your wooden shed? <laughs> Fucking back garden, alley. typically. <laughs> so allotment, no. In this alley. Just down a side yeah. alley. And then he got trapped in there and then got out. And then came back. It's a really, it's a really important part of the plot. It's really good. So, so they tell up. They get, they all get back on the train plot again. Waffles. Because in it's so ridiculous at this point that Diane Ho has to write about how they should have got off, but Hannah's like, no, we will go to San Francisco, and it's like, no, don't, don't. get off the fucking train. I know <sighs> someone's trying to kill us, but. What is Carrie? But let's go. Let's go to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So the detective, who she calls Mr. Brown, um, I assume is supposed to be Poirot. What do you mean she calls Mr. Brown? She calls him Mr. Brown. His name's not Mr. Brown. Why does she call him Mr. Brown? Because he's all wearing brown. Oh, isn't she clever? <laughs> <It's> so much. <laughs> he's supposed to be Poirot. Okay. Right. Which I really struggle to say. Poirot. <laughs> Um, poor bow. Is that what you want to say? Poor bow. <laughs> like you're going to drool on yourself. Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you laugh. I just like when you mispronounce things. Um, and again, he really doesn't do anything. They've just put him on there because it's a rip-off of Murder on the Orient Express. Mm, yeah. Anyway, 
So Hannah goes to go to sleep and pulls down the top bunk and guess who's in there. Is it Carrie? <laughs> it's Frog's corpse. Wow. So he is dead. Well, well, she goes to get someone and they go back and he's gone. There's nothing there at all. So they all just go on again. <laughs> At this point, you'd be like, you know what? Even if it's nothing, I'm getting her off. Even if I'm just hallucinating, I should probably not be on a train hallucinating. Yeah, she's not in a great mental space, at least. So I'd get her off. Or like, someone does want to tranquilize her. I think you should get her off. (laughs) It might help. (laughs) It might. Um, Probably not, though. (laughs) Give her one orgasm and see how she Mm. is. Um, Are you like one of those Victorian doctors with a vibrating machine? She's just hysterical. (laughs) Yeah. She's just hysterical. She's just hysterical. Leave me alone in this room with her and this vibrating stick, which is definitely not in any way pervy or weird. (laughs) (laughs) This week, I was listening to um, some of the Ricky Gervais podcast, remember from like 2006? Yeah. And they used to be really funny um, before Ricky Gervais got to be who he is now. And they, they, there was a news item about a guy who was looking for women to test his sex machine. God. And they were like, I bet it's like, oh, you have to stay here. And she, the woman would be like, but there's no penis on the machine. He's going, no, no, I'm, I'm going to go behind the machine and, and a penis will appear. And she's like, but it, but it won't be your penis. And he's like, no, no, it's, 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 it's part the, of the, machine. the machine's penis. Mm-hmm. You won't see me for the duration. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be checking the machine. I, it's like an x-ray machine. I can't be in the room I with can't the machine. Be, the radioactive. For my own safety. The radioactivity of the fucking machine is so intense that I must be behind protective uh, glass. In that case, I don't really want it in my vagina, but okay. And then when it's finished, I'll be having a smoke uh, and a sleep outside. <laughs> Just because the machine is it's so The machine's intense. tired, so yeah. Wow. There we go. <laughs> um, I like that era of Ricky Gervais. I love The Office. Yeah, me I too. Watch it. It's like my background. If I'm working, doing emails or whatever, I just put it on in the background. Netflix must look at my account and be like, why has she watched The Office about 50 times? <laughs> One of my favourite lines in any TV show ever is when he says, they're doing the um, like appraisals, and he says, under weaknesses, you've put X marks. <laughs> <laughs> under strengths, you've put accounts. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite bit is the bit where he we're just going to do other people's comedy yep, bit on yep. our podcast when um, he's doing the poem to Dawn um, about Excalibur I don't remember this where I can't remember it exactly but um, I called you Excalibur and stabbed it in my cock forever and just the look on Dawn's face I just one day want my writing to <laughs> cause somebody to do that face of like horror disgust confusion <laughs> all mixed together just so good. I think that's the face I pulled when you read me some of your new <laughs> short story collection, to be honest with you. It's quite horrible. Anyway, so... Uh, they don't no cock-stabbing, though. <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember where I was going. But they don't get off and nothing happens and they stay on. And in fact, they say... Some of her friends say to her, we could grab some lunch in the cafe and then watch Schwarzenegger get the bad guys. In which film does Arnie get the bad guys? All of them. No. What do you mean? It's not Terminator. He is the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Is Terminator 2, arguably. Last Action Hero? Oh, I don't know. I've not seen it. That shit. Um, well, I've, like, I've struggled. And they yeah. say it like it's a trope. And I was like, I don't think he does get the bad guys. That's weird, because Terminator's the most famous one. Mm, but he is the bad guy. I. Mm, that's true. It's almost like it was written in a hurry. In Junior, he's care. not after any bad guy. In Twins, he's not... Yeah, it must be Last Action Hero. Daddy Daycare. Is there a baddie? Isn't he after someone's dad? Who is your daddy and what does he do? That's... What am I thinking of? It's not Daddy Daycare. Your sex life. 
We've talked about this, Kirsten Logan. <laughs> Sorry, I won't do it again. <laughs> Continue. Um, so they watch a movie, and then this happened. Hannah can feel that something bad has gone on. <laughs> now I'm reading everything's dirty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> bad has gone on. And then this happens. Lewis did not stand up. He remained sitting in his chair, and he said, slowly and with awe in his voice, I think I've been stabbed. <gasps> Which I have to say is my favourite line in the whole thing. Why? I just love the idea that someone would sort of turn around and go, I think I've been stabbed. I don't know if you would know, because it would be an unfamiliar feeling. You'd know if you'd been mm-hmm. stabbed. Well, I don't know, I haven't been stabbed. I've stabbed myself a lot with my incredibly sharp chef's you knife. saw it happen? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. He's been, anyway, he's been stabbed with an ice pick. Mm. <laughs> I think you'd fucking know. Have you seen an ice pick? Well, I get. I mean, you wouldn't expect it. You're, you're not going to be sitting there being like, someone's just stabbed me in the back of my cinema seat with an ice pick. But it's not like it's an incredibly sharp, thin blade. It's like a fucking serrated, massive bit of metal. You would think you would, like, jump or something, wouldn't you? You'd think you'd be like, shit, that really hurts. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's kind of fine. <laughs> like, they yeah. just... They put, a, bit, they put a plaster on it. Slightly nicked him. Put, put a plaster on it, and he's fine. And guess what? Plasters are good, though. They still, <laughs> they're not that good. A bit of mum spit and a plaster and he's fucking fine. Bit of germaline. <laughs> I really hate the name germaline. <laughs> it's so gross. Germaline. It's like oh, Like, is there a more disgusting Call it something name? else. <laughs> oh. What's worse, Vagisil or Anusol? Anusol? Anusol, is that a real thing? Yeah. Oh, it's don't be your anus. <laughs> I'm so glad I've never had it's a situation that I need to buy. I think. Oh, God, call it Pylosol. No, that's worse. Do you know what? Give it some bullshit medical name that doesn't have to be real, but you don't have to say anus or vagina to the person. <laughs> you have to actually clarify <laughs> where you're going to put it. Come on. What if you don't know where to put it? The name will tell you. Oh, I think you probably know. Although not everything tells you where you... It's not called, like, mouthacil. Yeah. Headacil. <laughs> eye drops, though. They are called eye drops. Yeah, but not the brand name. <laughs> eye dropsil. Eyeacil. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Enough of that. Anyway, so they don't stop the train. They stop the train for leaves on the line. You would stop it if someone had been stabbed with a fucking ice pick. They decide they have to find out if Frog is still in his coffin. Which he obviously isn't, because she's been in it. Yeah, So and she, and she saw him. Anyway, um, so they all go to the baggage cart where his coffin still is. Um, and then they got they get caught opening his coffin. And then Hannah says it doesn't matter, because she saw his wrist and his ugly-ass wrist to tattoo inside. Again, doesn't really... What? What's the point of that? <sighs> and then the girls all go and shower, and we don't have a single bit of gayness. <laughs> There's not a single bit. What a wasted opportunity. Although we do now remember that there's another member (laughs) called Jean (laughs) Mace. You'd laugh at that. Another member. (laughs) (laughs) Such a dirty old man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Jean Marie and Hannah and Kerry all go into the shower and only Kerry and Hannah come out. It's a TARDIS. It is a TARDIS. If only. Um, and she's not inside anymore either. She's missing. <sighs> and they still don't stop 
the fucking train. Someone has literally gone missing. Gone missing. Someone's been stabbed. Still don't. Someone's been strangled. Someone's been put inside a coffin. I mean, come on. They would stop the train. They would stop the train. Mm -hmm. So she's missing and everyone on the train has to look for her. And Dale, remember the weirdo, one of the weirdos, Mm -hmm. he says, so if we find her, do we get a reward? Like maybe a date with the damble in distress. The damsel in damble. <laughs> a date with the damble. <laughs> the dambusters. <laughs> like maybe a date with the damsel in distress after we rescue her. Fuck off. Why is there always some fucking gross guy? Like That's in, a good question. Do we life. have to? <laughs> Why is there always some dickhead? Um, and she's not on the train. No. So I'll skip to the. Good bit. Okay. The only good, good bit. bit. Quote, good bit. The good bit. They hear a scream and see something pink fall past the window, which I actually thought was quite good. Peppa like Pig. A, <laughs> Peppa Pig <laughs> has thrown herself <laughs> off the top of the train. <laughs> God, kids' TV is getting dark. <laughs> <laughs> like Peppa Pig, Jean Marie's robe is pink. So it drops past the window and finally Hannah pulls the fucking emergency stop. Which I think is a gross... I've just put here about fucking time. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. He could have saved a girl. Because guess what? She's dead. And that is actually quite horrible thinking about it. If someone was like thrown from the top of a train. Which also... um, I don't even know if it's a plot hole or just shit writing. Jean, Jean Marie is a completely pointless character. She is only introduced to be killed off. Yeah, and has no personality and we don't know anything about her. No, it should have been Carrie. I feel like in the first draft, Carrie was the one who died. Yeah, I don't know why she didn't. I'd be rooting for it. Yeah. And um, also then it would have more impact on the characters because they don't even appear to be friends with this Jean Marie, really. She not just really. She to be killed off. They just have showers with her sometimes. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's um, a specific type of friend. Yeah, so... Um, Despite the fact that they've stopped, oh, well, I guess Hannah goes back to get her stuff to the compartment and someone there is waiting for her. It's Mrs. Slocum. Has <gasps> she um, got a pussy with her? <laughs> no, but she does do a slapstick comedy um, confession with Hannah not keeping up, though, where she... <laughs> does she explain everything? She does Gaijo explain Junior. everything. Gaijo <laughs> Junior, you? you threw Jimmy Ray off the top of the train. <laughs> it is quite hilarious. She immediately confesses to everything. Um... And Hannah goes, you, you got back on the train, but didn't tell anyone. You, you were hiding. And then she says, I do, Junior, you were hiding. And then um, she says, oh God, Hannah, I had a heck of a time getting you into that baggage car. When Hannah spoke, her voice came out thin and high pitched. Yo! (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking idiot. You, you strangled yourself? Why? You're not high enough. You strangled yourself? Why? God. It's comically, it's just absolutely ridiculous. You locked Mac in the shed back in Denver. Yes, it was her. Oh, God. So. But why, Heather, why? Why, indeed. Well, it was Mrs. Slocum all along because she was mad about how badly everyone had treated Frog because she was in love with him and they were dating. Hannah manages to get out of the compartment... But by the time she's got anyone back, Mrs. Slocum has jumped out of the window and has strangely had time to write, I'll be with Roger now, I'm not sorry for anything, L. In the mirror. (laughs) As if you were going to be like, but who Who wrote wrote this? I wish she'd initialed it. One, (laughs) so desperate that you'll jump out of the window. Yeah, so 
like desperate to tell everyone who it was that you wrote a fucking message and initialed it to write your initial I like to think she finished it jumped half out of the window and then had to kiss like, herself wait, 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 wait. L kiss yeah like, absolutely fucking ridiculous I'm not sorry for anything L I don't want them to think I'm sorry so I better put that too mm-hmm. anyway oh, why is the L so hilarious um, and they all look out of the window but conveniently they're next to a canyon so they can't see her corpse can you <laughs> canyon west <laughs> Canyon West, Trevor. That'll be the next baby. Um, and Hannah's like, she's not out the window, she's hiding. And then makes them search every bit of the train, but she's not there. She is in the canyon. So canyon. Guess, okay, the canyon. <laughs> I can canyon. mispronounce that for the rest of my life. Canyon now. West. <laughs> so guess what, Kirsty? They get to San Francisco and they just decide, go sightseeing. Is she hanging on the underside of the train? Well, I mean, they just... Nobody cares. They're just like, well, she's dead, so we might as well have a nice holiday. Because you've got to end on a quip, haven't you? Well, no, we're not even ended now. We're not even at the fucking end. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) They are... This this book is 55 hours. It's just ridiculous. You would not go sightseeing after all that happened to you. Like... Like, your friends just died. Yeah, like... And it's only Jean-Marie. We didn't know about Jean-Marie. her anyway. No, they go, Jean-Marie would want us to. Oh, I fuck bet she no, wouldn't. she fucking wouldn't. <laughs> well, Can I just say, if we're on a train and I die... Can you be sad, please? Don't, <laughs> Don't go, go fucking on sightseeing. Oh, so they go to a restaurant up a hill next to the sea, and Hannah goes off on her own. Hannah. And then leans over like a bit of old wall. Now, there was a thing. Leans in... over like a bit of old wall. <laughs> I like leans over in the manner of a bit of old wall. <laughs> How would that be? No, I said she leans over. A bit of old wall. You said like. Did I? Mm-hmm. Didn't mean to. Fucking, that's our problem, isn't it? Living annotation. Growing up in the 80s and 90s, we just say like, like all the time. A bit of I, wall. Hate, I hate the way I do it, but I still do it. Now, um, there was a bit in the news a couple of weeks ago. A, a place I used to live in, a flat I used to live in, you could see over into um, this place called the Luxor, which was quite a long, quite a tall um, apartment complex in Panama City, and a woman recently died falling from one of the balconies you used to be able to see from my bed, taking a selfie. Yeah. She fell accidentally? Yeah. Oh, God. So she was, like, her back to the outside oh, world. Oh, no. Yeah. Or someone was, was it taking a low her... balcony or something? Um, she was hopped up on it. Oh, so hopped no. up on the bit. Um, and she, someone was taking a picture of her, and she just went far too back and fell and died. That's horrible. And she had a young girl, like a young daughter. Really sad. Also, I've been at Niagara Falls when there's been tourists sat on the fucking thing. And one time, not when I was there, but one time when I lived in Canada, a girl fell off and was killed. (gasps) Because you fall into Niagara Falls. It's crazy. So I'm like, don't lean over (laughs) the fucking wall into the fucking seat. Like, maybe I'm too cautious now, but I think don't do it. I don't even like really going close to the edge of things, even if there's a barrier. Because I'm like, what if... The barrier falls or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she doesn't fall, but guess who appears? Mrs. Slocum. God. Was she just clinging onto Hannah's back the whole time and she didn't notice? Well, it doesn't. Oh, she was in the coffin (sighs) where they didn't check, but they definitely would have. Um, Anyway, she has Hannah by the neck. Where's Frog then? Well, Frog was cremated. She Um, has his ashes in a can. Okay. And she's sending. His empty coffin back to his parents who abandoned him in San Francisco. But when people are cremated, you cremate the coffin. Yeah. It's almost like it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and also, maybe the... he got one of those train coffins and they didn't want to waste it. Because <laughs> it's so great and it is mm. 800 quid. Mm-hmm. Um, the cops... It's only 400 in the sale. <laughs> Get in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the corpse they saw was Mrs. Slocum in makeup. Now, no fucking makeup is so convincing that it would actually make you think it's a corpse up close. Of, like, a man with a completely different body type. Yeah. Because remember, Hannah pulled the thing down and she was right there. Yeah. And she thought it was a corpse. Now, she's amazing at makeup. <laughs> Truly amazing. And taking it on and off really quickly as well again. Baby wipes. When she's... Because she's in the ducts. She's in, like, the air vents mm. of the train. Where I assume it's dark. And she doesn't have a mirror. Maybe she's got a little head torch. And a, and a flick-down mirror, like, when you've got to see who's behind you. Yes. <laughs> like, one of those. And like a little dentist mirror. <sighs> and then we get this. So she says she's going to throw Hannah into the water, and then she says, You know, Hannah, if the fall doesn't kill you, I've heard there are man-eating fish in those waters. And I've just written here, not more fucking piranhas. There you go. I can't stand. Oh, I, I feel like we should make a theory of point horror multiverse, where all the books link together. <laughs> Yeah, like on the other side of this water, there's the hitchhiker mm-hmm. cabin, mm-hmm. and it's all the same piranha-infested waters. I'm pretty sure that wasn't set in... Where are they, Chicago? San Francisco, San Francisco. now. I'm pretty sure it's not set there. No, no. Uh, in, in what is quite no, a good bit... it was Florida, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, anyway. right. In quite a good bit, relatively, um, Hannah hits Mrs. Slocum with a rock, and she sort of wobbles over the edge. Is it a white rock? <laughs> is it a large white rock? <laughs> I think it is a large white rock, actually. These books are linked. Oh, my God. Um, and she doesn't want to drop the ashes, so she goes to grab them, but in grabbing them, falls over the wall. Oh, it's quite sad. It is quite sad, isn't it? Um, and then the rest of the friends rush back to Hannah and say they all saw it from above. above. However... From above. From above. <laughs> fucking hell. My bruv, I saw that. <laughs> that was an excellent. My, my bruv, mate. This is why I don't do accents. Yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit at Mario. Shit at accents. Um, here's my theory. Okay. Did any of this happen? What do you mean? No one apart from Hannah saw Lolly Slocum. <gasps> or the corpse. Or the corpse. Well, somebody... Mm, no, they say somebody strangled Lolly. Must have done it. Herself. Lolly did it herself, yeah. yeah. That's as to, like, but throw them into a killed, false sense of security. Uh... Guy Joe Jr.? <laughs> Who killed Peppa Pig? <laughs> Maybe she fell off the top of the train. Why would she be on the top of the train? Good maybe question. she was suicidal. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Yeah. What did you think of this, Kirsty? That makes the book better. It does. I feel like you hated it. Well, do you know, funnily enough, um, I actually yes, didn't I did. hate it. No, I actually <laughs> didn't hate it. Um, I actually found it quite scary. I found it scary as a teenager, and I actually found it quite scary now mm. and I don't really ever find Point Horror scary there's like an occasional creepy bit but um I'm really really claustrophobic ah, right. so the thought of being stuck in a coffin is really horrible to me um I was also scared for years of like that someone was gonna not necessarily an ice pick but that someone was gonna like stab into the back of a seat that I was sitting in really because of the bit with the ice pick wow I, even still sometimes in a cinema I'm like because anyone could be there could be some weirdo with a knife like but that could happen when you're walking well, down the street I know that i know but you you're like engrossed when you're in the cinema yeah whereas if you're just walking down the street you can just look behind you and see if somebody's there and if someone was really close behind you you would move away whereas in the cinema people are really close behind you that is a good point yeah which is a ludicrous fear like 
I think it has happened, but it's you'd be more There's likely to get hit by lightning. About it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for years, I was scared of that. But I thought it was quite creepy. I think it's yeah. dumb. Like it doesn't make sense. All the characters are fucking hateful. But I did think it was quite creepy. And it is just meant to be a teen version of Murder on the Orient Express. See, I think it's a teen version of that whatever that slasher film was, which we can't remember. Which you waffle, I'll look it up. Um, <laughs> we're not supposed to tell our secrets. Oh, sorry. Um, well, what I also will get what up. I also like is um, on the first page, Caroline Brewster is specifically mentioned and doesn't appear again in the entire book. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, in best point horror style, it ends on a quip. Well, not even a quip. Is this a quip? So they all decide to stay in San Francisco and have a fucking holiday. Um, but, she added, taking Max's hand in hers, I'm not going to forget either. And tomorrow, while Kelly sh- Kerry's shopping, I'm coming back here to Rockview to see the ocean and the sunshine. I'm coming back to say a decent goodbye to Lolly and Frog, and then it really will be over. Max said, I'll come with you. Kerry and Lewis noddled, nodded, noddled. <laughs> we, <laughs> we will too. And Kerry added with a grin, and then we'll go shopping. Oh, fuck off. So, so no one's changed <laughs> as a result of this horrible trauma. Oh, no. And of course they haven't. They're just going to continue being the selfish, conceited selves and not really giving a shit about anyone else. They're not even respectful enough to not have a holiday. Even after their friends just died. Yeah. What were you just doing there? I just spat. Oh, sorry. That was my computer. Um... I found the film. It, did I say it was called Terror Train? Yeah. It is called Terror Train. Oh, wow. It's from 1980. It has got Jamie Lee Curtis in it. It's also got David Copperfield <gasps> as a magician, not surprisingly. Um, and here's what it's about. Three years after a prank that went terribly awry. Terribly awry. Awry. <laughs> shout out to Tim. Don't know if you listen, but if you do, hi. The six college students responsible are targeted by a masked killer at a New Year's Eve party aboard a, mo- a moving train. <laughs> It's quite similar, isn't it? Yeah. It's so almost think, like these are completely unoriginal. Well, yeah. So again, the last one, she'd just seen Greece and... What was it that we said she'd just Friends. seen? Friends. She'd just seen Greece and Friends. This one, she's just seen Terror Train and Red Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> and then being like, aha! I know. A train. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a bit timeless, so we don't really have any 90s things. No. There's no diners, no cassette tapes, nothing no. like this. Um, and we didn't really get any fashion either. No, there was a mention of a deep forest green dress and jade earrings, which I really Yeah, I was going to say, but you love that. I love that. I love green. It's almost like your outfit hanging up right there. I know. My, yeah, my nice um, spooky dress that's green. <laughs> I, I do like green things. To the point that, completely separately, I had a green coat, and then I also have a green bag, and I also have green boots, and then sometimes I wear them all at once, and I'm like, I went with a fucking leprechaun. <laughs> It's too much green, especially with my red, red. hair. It's too much. It's too much, mate. <laughs> um, I'm trying to make a lesbian leprechaun joke in my head, but I'm too, I'm too highly caffeinated. Lesbicon. Is that what we were doing? <laughs> and also things like American things like pep rallies and homecoming dances, they're really obsessed with them and they talk about them a lot, but we don't actually see them. No, yeah, that's true. Um, do we have a Too Stupid to Live heroin? Yes. Yeah, and also like... Just stop the train. I feel like the whole... Gosh, yeah. Just stop the fucking train, mate. But just then the stop the train. Finished. You know they can't. Yeah. If you can just do what is logical in the plot and the book the whole ends, yeah. you shouldn't be writing the book. No, because then it just wouldn't happen, would it? No, I think not only is she stupid, she's also shallow and, like, 
catty spiteful spiteful she's just horrible oh and it turns out by the way i should have said this it turns out she was horrible to frog once mm-hmm. in that she invited him to a party because she felt bad and she thought she should and then she tell he turns up at the party and despite the party being behind them he tells her she tells him to go away because she's sick and there's no party and i'm like that is actually really fucking bitchy mm-hmm. like We've all got people we don't really want to spend time with, but you don't invite them to your party. And if you do, then you man up and let them come, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I also, I feel like the gender politics in this book are Horrible. not very good. So Kerry is talking about how Frog asked her out. So she takes the piss out of him. She made her voice go very deep. Hey, babe, how about a movie tonight? Kerry sighed. I've never been rude to boys, even when I couldn't stand them. I know it's hard for them, never knowing if they're going to be shot down when they ask a girl out. So I try to be nice when I say no. You weren't that terrific when I asked you out the first time, Lewis teased. You said to had to, you had to wash your hair. We all know what that... I just feel like, fuck off. If you don't want to go out with someone, just say you don't want to go out with them. Yeah, and there's a bit where someone says, um, she laughs at she laughed at Frog when he asked her out, and someone goes, oh my God, that's the worst thing you can do. And I, I was reminded of that quote, men afraid, are afraid that women will laugh at them, women are afraid that men will kill them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, get over it. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't laugh at someone because that's mean, but also... You should also shouldn't kill them. Yeah. Well, no. Um, do we have a sexy bad boy sociopath? No, I can't remember any of the guys in it. They're so... <laughs> they're just like pieces of paper. Bland. What was it we said before? Can you be less than two-dimensional? Can you just have one dimension? <laughs> you don't even exist physically. Flat pack people. Mm-hmm. Um, death toll is two... Does Frog count? No, he's dead beforehand. Oh yeah, Lolly dies. Lolly and Jean Marie. Yeah. Um, queer subtext not even in the shower. No. Come on. Is it good? There's not straight subtext either. <laughs> yeah, there's no subtext. <laughs> <laughs> there's barely even text. Is it good? I mean, I did. I know I slagged it off and I think it's badly written. I did think it was quite creepy though. I did quite enjoy a it, it, good pace. And I just I find thought. like small spaces quite creepy and I find the thought of like those sleeper cabins on trains are so small mm. and I find the thought that if you pulled your bunk down and there was something there is really horrifying because you kind of can't back away because mm-hmm. it's so small so I think it's just my claustrophobia coming through but no I mean that's why they've written it yeah because they want to appeal to that oh uh, yeah maybe three three it wasn't the worst yeah I'd probably give it a three good bad mm, the oh, same maybe yeah I'd probably three. give it a three because it's not fun enough to be no. a four for good bad mm-hmm. um so yeah, it was kind of good thematically, but it could have been written there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it could have some characters that you aren't waiting you to die. You don't fucking hate. Yeah. Um, so, if you're doing read-along with Teenage Scream, you'll want to read, oh my god, <gasps> The Can't Babysitter wait. 2 by Robot Stein Yay. for next time, which will be our first sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And where can people find us, Kirsty? They until can then. find us on Twitter at TeenageScream underscore. They can find us on Instagram at TeenageScreamPod. And if you want to support us, support the show, be a friend of the show, you can join our Patreon. You can give any amount that you like, but if you give it $5 or over, then you get a bonus episode every month. <laughs> and lately we are into... Um, Christopher Pike. <laughs> We're not into it. We're not into it. We've <laughs> been forced into Christopher Pike. <laughs> C. Pike. Um, and then we are also reading Terror Academy. By Nicholas Pine. Who, is he the same person? Is that a rip-off? Mm. Definitely. Uh, and the last Christopher Pine, Nicholas Pine, <laughs> I'm doing it already, the last Nicholas Pine book that we did contained the line, 
You lie, bat, bat boy. boy. <laughs> Which is hands down the best line ever written. Yeah. I actually um, saw a thing that must be from Twilight on Twitter this week. And um, it was, uh, what's her face, Kristen Stewart going, you nicknamed our daughter off the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> I can't believe that's a real line. I know. She really went for it though. Somebody wrote that line of dialogue. And it got made. And it got made. And it got said. I guess if you say in a line like that, you've got to just lean in. You just yeah, just, just balls do out. It. Absolutely balls out. She really does go for it. Yes, yeah, it's really good as well. <laughs> also quite fancy her, so. I know, me yeah. too, and it troubles me. Yeah. Anyway, so I can't wait. The I babysitter know. too. I'm excited. Is I'm it say. as bad as the first one? We'll see. We will. <laughs> see you then. Bye. Bye.